Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. A very good morning to you. I'm Howard Feldman. This is your morning mayhem. It's 101.9. Hi FM, we cross to Israel for our first Israel report of the week. Rolene Mark Shavuatov, how are you? Good, thank you, and you? All very good, thank you. So, uh, what is going on with this this hostage deal? It it was moving in a certain direction, and then the last we heard was that Israel is not attending the talks, or didn't attend the talks yesterday in Cairo. What happened? Well, it is believed, and this is being reported by Ynet News, it is believed that Sinwar, Yehir Sinwar, Israel's most wanted man, is trying to sabotage the talks. He wants to spark a regional conflict. And this is what Israelis have been saying you know, since the, the 7th of October, that this was an attempt by the Hamas leader to to not to not just scupper talks between Israel and potential peace partners Saudi Arabia, as uh, we were talking back then. I mean, it seems like to it, it seems like decades ago, uh, Howard. But uh, as we were saying, you know, we were, we were so close, we were on track to signing a historical peace. Uh, Hamas uh, did not like the Abraham Accords, mm. and, and what they've tried to do is to draw Israel into a, a regional conflict. And you can certainly see it with some of the, the rhetoric, the propaganda that they use to get across their messages. You know, massive case in point, the issue with aid last week, the Al Ali hospital, uh, and uh, Israeli officials saying that they're not going to send a team to the Cairo talks because the um, They've obviously heard through their intelligence that, uh, and we know that Haniyeh last week called on Palestinians to march on the Al-Aqsa Mosque, that they are trying, especially for Ramadan, to spark a massive, massive uh, conflagration. What I find strange is there's this conflict. There seems to be, on the one hand, this push to make sure that Ramadan is as peaceful as possible, but the very group that you're negotiating with seems to be pushing for more violence during Ramadan. Well, this is it. You know, Ramadan traditionally for for Israel has been a a time where we see a significant uptick in violence. Now, it's not in Israel's best interest to do anything to interfere with the status quo on the Temple Mount. Uh, And I know that there are many listening who have their uh, opinions about the Temple Mount, but we have to understand that it is... a flashpoint and that whatever happens on the Temple Mount affects over a billion Muslims around the world. So Israel is going to want to ensure a situation where everything remains uh, as calm as possible. Now we know of course that there are extremist elements that will try and spark further uh, conflict Um, And as we speak, our police, our security forces are trying to figure out a way to ensure that um, Ramadan remains calm. But uh, this is a prime opportunity for extremists. And we know from years past, we we see upticks in rocket fire. We see uh, upticks in terror attacks. We, we we look at what happens on the Temple Mount where we have rights. So we this year, I think more than most, we're going to want to to quell anything 
as uh, as much as possible. The fact that Hamas won't release a list, does this mean, is there a concern that they can't? Is there a concern that they actually don't know about the hostages? Well, I think that's a very, very good question. Uh, and this is certainly a worry for us as uh, Rear Admiral Hagari just uh, a couple of weeks ago when he shared that footage of uh, uh, Shiri Bibas and, and her two beautiful boys, Kfir and Ariel, um, he, he said we are very, very worried about the whereabouts of uh, Shiri and her, and her babies. Um, so what intelligence the IDF have about the hostages, we don't know, that is not made public. Mm. Uh, and while we're speaking about that, uh, I really would urge everybody when it comes to information about the hostages, the only reliable sources are the IDF and uh, the Israeli government office. Um, WhatsApp groups that seem to be legitimate, but actually may not be legitimate, are not your port of call for information about hostages. Uh, the uh, the police, the RDF, the government have said when it when it comes to the sensitive issues, uh, unless it comes from us, it's not um, uh, it, it's not corroborated. So you know we don't know we don't know we do know that the hostages are Hamas's biggest trump card right now. Mm, mm. Let's just talk about the aid situation. I see that after the deadly aid incident of last week, Israel is trying new methods of delivering aid to North Gaza this week. What is the, the, the new focus? How is, this, uh, how is this being managed? Well, you know, this, uh, the headlines that I see this morning really infuriate me. It's, uh, it's Kamala Harris, the vice president mm. of the United States, saying Israel's not in, uh, doing enough to get in aid. We have a situation, and, and this is according to our government spokesperson, where we have a surplus of aid uh, on the border trying to get in. We we are fulfilling our part. We're investing. Uh, we're um, checking the the aid trucks, which is not an unreasonable ask, given that we are at war and we've already found drones in in, in one of the trucks during the last five months. Drones aren't going to feed families, Howard. Um, but hmm. that's the agreement. The agreement is that the aid is uh, checked by us and it goes in. Once it goes in, it's up to the United Nations and other independent bodies to ensure that it's distributed. Um, as we saw last week, the IDF will safeguard the, the transport of, of aid, but it's not our responsibility to, to distribute it. Uh, and we had a horrible situation over the weekend where uh, a truck driver came in from the rougher crossing and, and was pelted with rocks and crashed his his truck. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we've had that situation where the World Food um, Program have cancelled their um, aid trucks because of looting and violence. And then we had the horrific incident last uh, week, which the, the IDF have said they were guarding the truck, they fired warning shots, they did not fire at Palestinians, but they would be um, welcoming an independent investigation. They've investigated from our, uh, from our side, and now we'll get an independent investigation. And now we've started the system of airdrops. 
So a, a massive airdrop um, over the weekend from the United States. Last week, the idea of facilitating that uh, airdrop with uh, Jordan, France, Egypt, uh, the US and the United Arab Emirates and now Canada saying that they're going to consider airdrops as well, the United Kingdom considering airdrops. I don't know what else people want us to do. Um, we're doing everything that is mandated, but again, and maybe this sounds like a frustrated Israeli, but it shows that we are held to a, a ridiculous, ridiculous standard. And there's a fantastic um, thread on X by Major mm. John Spencer describing uh, his experience in Iraq, uh, also disseminating aid, and he explains basically the same scenario where uh, you come in with aid and your soldiers are put at tremendous risk mm -hmm. in trying to ensure the the safety of that aid very very difficult very challenging indeed Raleen Marks thank you as always you can catch Raleen on the afternoon show and then every morning at this time at 6 35 when we cross to Israel for our first report